0: back to Healing Hustlers. We're your girls, Christiana
1: and Marlin,
0: And we have a very special guest in the building. She runs a mentorship program called The Garden. She hosts a truly powerful podcast called For the Souls Podcast. It's mm-hmm. dope as fuck. Y'all check it out. Please welcome spiritual thug and newest Healing Hustler, Amy. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Dude, we're so yeah. excited to have you. Yes. We've been waiting for this. Like, I listen to the podcast. fan we talked about this earlier like how much of an impact it's made on me and my life and the people I love Mm -hmm. um and I just appreciate how fucking raw and real you are and you know through your faith sharing just your your spiritual
2: connection Mm -hmm. thank you it's fucking beautiful thank you yeah it took a lot of work to get to the point where I'm you know comfortable in this skin and sharing it and being vulnerable like that, you know? Cause before my content was crazy. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So I made completely a whole 360 in terms of yeah. what I'm what I'm putting out there.
0: Wow. Yeah. I'm like, now I just want to dive right into who you are. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me Dude. anything on the open book.
2: I'm all list. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Where were you right. born? Where'd you grow up? So I was born here in Sacramento, California, uh, North Highlands, to be specific. So I grew up real shit, I don't even know the word, but let's just say all the Mexicans were like, you think you're black. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, I guess I couldn't say certain words, you know? And then my parents ended up moving to Galt, which is like a super Mm -hmm. conservative, small town. And that was a really big culture shock for me. Mm. I was like, whoa, this is totally not what I'm used to, you know? And I was the most ghetto person there, the most <laughs> urban I guess, you know. You were hood, girl. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you know? But I found my little tribe, like I yeah. found my people. And coincidentally, like my homegirls, all her family was from North Highland. So I was like, oh okay, cool. We were meant yeah. to be, you know. But then in in high school, starting of high school, I ended up moving back to Sacramento, like Green Haven area. Mm-hmm. But that was just a hot-ass mess. Like, Pac- I was a hot mess in high school, for sure. Oh, really? In the pocket area? Yeah, pocket area. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to CKM for a little bit um, and then finished, like, at Accelerated Academy because I had dropped out because... I'm a girl Cass just... was looking for dude. me all kinds of oh, Okay. So, it was a lot. <laughs> a yeah. lot going on, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, do you want to dive into that? Sure. Um, what part? I'm a girl. <laughs> I don't... Because we both come from San Jose, where that that's the culture, East Side, yeah, you know that's yes. what I grew up, my parents' friends knowing that's what my parents kept us from, yeah, you know, and yeah. I had family members who were involved in like gang life and all those things, so yeah. it's it's close in proximity, but yeah. I was never in it,
2: yeah, so so for me, I, I would say I wasn't necessarily it, it was weird because I feel like growing up when I was little, like little. You know, I always had this really deep connection. I was very sensitive in terms of like people's energies, people's emotions. Mm -hmm. I always felt things very deeply. I always Mm -hmm. thought of things on such a deeper level. But my family, my mom and dad, they weren't like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was always the odd one out that just, oh, I may, you're thinking of things too deeply. You're Mm -hmm. thinking too much into it, or it's not that serious. Or I would get fascinated with like the trees and the grass and the bugs. And like, I would catch butterflies that... At the core is who I am. Right. Yeah. But I quickly learned, especially when I moved to Gaul, that like I had to build tough skin. I couldn't be this soft, just flowy person that I am, you know, especially with the adversity that I was facing with that culture shock. And so people started to really test that side of me and I think take my kindness for weakness kind of thing. So you know, I would come home and I would tell my dad, like, this is what's happening. And my dad, he's also from San Jose. And he was like, yeah, no, like, this is, this is your family. You represent us. You go out there. You don't let nobody treat you like a punk, you know? And I was like, okay, well, my dad is telling me, you know, and he, and he, he was the type of guy that was like, you go out there and you got to handle your shit. You better handle it because if you don't, when you come home, I'm gonna handle you.
1: Mm. That's what my dad told me too. Yep. So,
2: so you know, back then, it, like, it was still very much everything was honor, you know, because he yeah. would tell me, like, you got it this was, last name. It was like, we don't back friend. down from shit. Yeah. And so then you I get, started, yep, yeah, I started defending myself in that mm-hmm. way. And, <clears throat> excuse me. That's when I kind of made, I guess, like, my reputation started happening, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know? And anybody who would try me, you know, you had like, this is my bubble. If I Mm -hmm. feel disrespected and you come into my bubble, Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to just handle it. Simple Mm -hmm. as that, you know? And I wasn't very gracious with let's talk about it. Let's, you know, meet Mm -hmm. in the middle none of that shit. Because at this point, I had to learn how to survive. On top Mm -hmm. of the fact that I was going through so much shit at my house with coming from a blended family, you know, my real father not being there. So I already felt outcasted at home, Mm -hmm. went to school and felt outcasted at school. So now I'm like in survival mode fighting because it's like, I'm not going to feel inferior yeah. to nobody, yeah. you know? And that's where I think I took that, I guess, warrior mentality, mm-hmm. you know? So there's been, I mean, I've gotten jumped, mm-hmm. three girls, three guys, I've wow. I've been in situations where girls in high school didn't like me for no reason, upperclassmen, and I tried to keep it cool as much yeah. as I could. But when that time came that they tried to punk me and I would handle my shit, unfortunately, it would take that for people to give me my respect.
0: Yeah,
2: which su- which sucks because I'm the type of person like if you respect me, I respect mm-hmm. you. We don't gotta agree on shit. We yeah. don't gotta agree politically. We don't gotta agree socially. We mm-hmm. don't gotta gotta have any common ground. But what we can agree on is basic respect because we're both yeah. humans, right. you mm-hmm. know. And a lot of people, because I would give that grace first, I feel like they would they would test me. They take mm-hmm. advantage. They take advantage. So. I caught my first um, assault charge when I was 16 years old. Um, I caught a gun charge at 21 because at that point I was like doing whatever to survive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I was just, I surrounded myself with people that were on the same boat as me surviving, Mm -hmm. you know? So I came out of all that to who I am,
1: who you guys see today. Yeah. Yeah. That made you who we, we appreciate. Today, thank you.
0: You know what? Yeah, now that yeah. you just mentioned that, I, I did. I was following you back then, because yeah. I do remember you talking about meeting people up to fight and like let's
2: fucking square up. Like it's just we'll shake fucking hands after oh, yeah, You know, yeah. like oh yeah, I was so, real big on on house trips. Like if I felt if I felt like you were disrespecting me and you thought that I was not with the shit, I'll pull up to your house. Yeah, with your mom there and your sisters there, I'll run a fade with everybody. So that's <laughs> so that's fucking no <laughs> dude. But see, and that's
0: the cool thing though, is I because that. now that I'm reflecting on it, I'm like, oh shit. I I actually did see that transformation. Mm. And it it clicked that I I thought that what had really impacted me was watching one of your lives and something that you had talked about regarding like your faith or even just it's always been real from the get, regardless yes. of whether mm-hmm. it, you were in the fucking streets or you, you know, you're praising yeah. God. Like it's it's fucking dope to see that. Yeah. Who you've become. So how did, what did that transformation look like? How did that happen?
2: You know, I just got to a point in my life where, I mean, I've shared on my social media, I was addicted to, to crystal. So I had Mm -hmm. gone from feeling like I didn't fit in, in my whole family. Right. Feeling like, okay, my, my real dad left. And, and you know, what doesn't get talked about enough is when you have an absent parent that was absent from the gate, or even just leaves, you know, whether we want to or not, I feel like a lot of kids internalize that, you know, and say, Mm -hmm. oh, well, there must have been something wrong with me because why wouldn't I be good enough for a parent to stay, Mm -hmm. you know? And my mom tried to fill that void as much as she could and love me as much as she could, but she couldn't heal in me what the absence of my father did to me, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, as a child, didn't even realize that, like, that void was inevitable, mm. you know? That in, that internalization of something is is inherently wrong with me because my dad left, it was inevitable, you know? And yeah. I didn't figure that out until I started my healing journey. What happened was I just started getting angry. I started looking at men like, man, you guys are a piece of shit, yeah. you know? How could you not take care of your blood, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would look at my stepdad who would treat me different and I was like, you raised me, how could you freaking yeah. disregard me when you seen me grow up? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then I, that and it just built. Built All my mm-hmm. anger just started building up and towards my mom, I'd be mm-hmm. like, dang, you chose your your husband, you know, my stepdad and mm-hmm. the kids you made with him over me. Yeah. I always had the short end of the stick. I always had to figure it out by myself, you mm-hmm. know? And as I, time went on and the, the more my trauma was affecting my decision making mm-hmm. and the more I was in survival mode, the more I felt I had to fight, right? Mm-hmm. In every aspect, mm-hmm. fight at school for my reputation, fight at home to be loved, mm-hmm. fight for acceptance amongst my peers because I'm so different and I think Mm -hmm. of things so deeply, Mm -hmm. fight uh, to prove that like I'm a good person despite the fact that I have a lot of opinions I'm passionate about, you know? Mm -hmm. I always had to fight and I think that burden just got really heavy. Mm. And then once, you know, I got to adolescence, my first love, he, um, at like the peak of my depression in high school, he calls me up one day and is like, I got a girl pregnant. (sighs) And I'm like, he works with my family. Like, he lives with my tia. I was like, this is the guy I'm going to marry. So when he told me that, that shit shattered my whole world. Like, That's devastating. Yeah, Yeah. if I thought I had depression, that just threw me so bad, right? I had a suicide attempt after that. After that failed suicide attempt, I got better because I was like, okay, God kept me for a reason. So I need to keep fighting. You know what I mean? And, And I took that warrior mentality. Yeah, I fought through that. And then I met the father of my children and he was young and I was young and he wasn't used to meeting a woman that was able to get herself out of shit. And Mm. I think from what he's told me that intimidated him in many ways. Mm. And so the only way he thought he could have his manhood was to put hands on me. Mm. And I had never experienced that before. Mm. And I was always one of the girls that like, I'm a fighter. Like yeah. I'll never let somebody do it up. that gonna, can never you're happen, gonna, happen to yeah. me duke it out. You know, and we would, yeah. we would, because I'd be like, all right, well, then we're both gonna go toes. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna yeah. lay in the fetal position and let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that affected me so much with my own trust because I was like, how could I not see it coming? Mm -hmm. How did I not see the red flags? How could I even put myself in this situation when I have already overcome so much? So that made me almost have like a a crisis within myself of my own self-trust. Because now I'm not even trusting my intuition. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, okay, my perspective is flawed because there's no way that someone, I I considered myself strong. I considered myself intelligent, could go through this, right? So I, I leaned on drugs.
0: Mm. And
2: I I wanted to get out of that situation. I leaned on drugs to kind of numb myself from feeling the love that I had for him that would have kept me there. Mm. I numb myself with drugs from feeling finally the weight of my whole life come down on me. And the pressure and the responsibility of being a mom doing doing meth made me feel like I could handle it all. I was invincible, you Mm. know, and it wasn't until I'm strung out. I had, like, broke up with my ex-boyfriend. I'm not talking to the father of my kids. My homegirl's straight up addicted to meth. We're homeless. I have nowhere to live. Mm-hmm. I've got no money. I dropped out of college. I literally had $9 to my name. And I realized we ain't got no car. I don't know how I'm going to get my daughter food.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it just hit me, like, something's got to change, I meant Like, something yeah. has to change. Mm-hmm. And I remember just looking at myself and saying, this is it. This is it. I'm not running for myself anymore. Ever. Ever again, and I I looked at my daughter and I was like, I can't I can't expect her to be strong if I'm not strong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I can't. No, 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 no. girl. And we need to grab our box of tissues. Yeah. Yeah. But this
0: is this is this is real. And we're here to support you. Yeah. This is why God placed us here Mm -hmm. because everything that you're saying, I know I'm relating to.
1: Dude. And in her way, she's relating. I relate.
2: So
0: whoever's listening right now is receiving your messages that he's giving you.
2: Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate that. It just, um, I reached that point that I had no choice but to figure it out. And I knew that all the other ways in which I tried to figure it out, fighting, Mm -hmm. drugs, hood, being in the hood, you Mm -hmm. know, escaping, running. Obviously they didn't work because look where it it landed me, right? Mm -hmm. So the only last option was I got to face myself i got to ask god to to restore my life Mm -hmm. to to just show me the way i can't i can't do it on my own and that's where i think my my faith was born again because i always you know i I went to church when i was younger Mm -hmm. but my faith really came through for me when i really called upon him which is why i can never deny it like i can never deny what god has done for me in my life Mm -hmm. because when i had nothing when i was at rock bottom and i called upon him He came through. He's given me the enlightenment. Mm -hmm. He's given me the strength. He's Mm -hmm. given me the patience, the courage, the, you know. Security. Security, you know, in that Mm -hmm. faith and knowing that everything's going to be okay, even if I can't see that light at the end of the tunnel in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I trust in it so much Mm -hmm. because I went from going through the most shit and getting out of it and coming back Mm -hmm. 10 times harder, Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. more secure with myself. And ironically, I feel like now more than ever, I'm back to who I was before the world had hurt me. Ooh. You know? That's
1: powerful, girl. Ooh. You made me like, throw my yes. hands up. Like
2: <laughs> for real. You know? Yes. Like, I'm back to being who God made me. You know, who I naturally was. Yeah. The girl that's soft and feminine and loves everything. That paid attention
1: and- to the grass Ooh. and the trees and the butterflies. Yeah. I
2: feel, I feel like me more than ever. You know? Yes. The true it's, me. The real me. It feels
1: beautiful, huh? It yeah. is.
2: It is. <laughs> Oh, there's yeah. no words. It is empowering. Yeah. It yeah. is it is powerful. It is amazing. It is humbling. I
1: love it. It
0: is.
1: How old were you when when you came across God and he, to me, it's like he saved you at that point in time when you called upon him and he said, I got you. I'm here. And he laid it yeah. out on you.
2: I was 20 years old. Wow. That's
1: 20 years itch. old.
2: Yeah. And there was a few times in my life that I feel like God, God, you know, really had my back, like after my suicide attempt. Mm. Um, and now that I think about it, just throughout my my whole life, I didn't realize that God was was with me the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I was too busy trying to persecute him and say, like, why would you put me through this? Right. And I never understood because genuinely knowing my intentions and knowing my heart. For a long time, I battled with like, why would the Lord allow for me to go through these things Mm -hmm. when my intentions really be so pure? Like I don't I hardly ever come across somebody that feels as deeply as I do, that is Mm -hmm. as loving and welcoming as I am, that is passionate and stands Mm -hmm. in it, you know, like why me? And now that I've gone through every adversity that I've gone through. And I look at my lineage, right? I look yeah. at my ancestry and what I come from and what my bloodline has had to suffer through. And I realized I've gone through everything that my lineage couldn't heal. Yeah. And I stepped in my faith and was gifted wow. the wisdom to heal what my people couldn't. And now I'm walking in it, you know, wow. which makes it even easier. Like, you know, what I do yeah. online and I go on there and I say a lot of against the green shit. I could stand in it and take the backlash and take yeah. people who will debate me and whatever and I could stand on what I'm talking about yeah. because I see mm-hmm. I see the purpose in yeah. in what I'm being called to do. Mm-hmm. And I see it clear cuz I I'm immediately living it yeah. with my family and what I'm healing yeah. in my family.
1: Ugh, girl, um, he's, he's he's always 10 steps ahead and and sometimes he gives us that the advantage of seeing yeah, a few steps ahead before those 10 steps so we can feel that security to say i know i'm going into this you know wholeheartedly, confidently knowing that he's gonna have my back because he already showed me Mm -hmm. what lies ahead Mm -hmm. yep and
2: you know what the thing with faith is that sometimes you don't know yeah right sometimes you don't know how something is going to work in your favor like you know a lot but of people, you you do, mm-hmm. you have to trust it. A lot of people sometimes think like, oh, I fell off with this person, or oh, I lost this business opportunity, or oh, this didn't work out, and I really wanted it to, right? And you're thinking like, man, I I, I fucked it up, or I lost this person, or whatever. The whole time it's a blessing because yeah. there's something way yeah. better for you coming. It was
1: meant yeah, to be. It was, that
2: that wasn't meant to go into fruition for you because something else way better than you even pictured mm-hmm. was going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. I've mm-hmm. seen that play out so much that that's why I'm like, yeah, no one could no one could convince me different. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like There's I, no way. Because it was scary, right? Like, it was scary reaching that point and being like, okay, I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. I thought I had all the answers, right? I thought I walked down every avenue, and this is where I'm at. So I'm at my wit's end, and fuck it. What does yeah. it hurt me to call upon God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This person that I've doubted, mm-hmm. Right. What does it hurt me? What do I lose yeah. from it? You know? You know? Yeah. And yeah. when I did, and I'm living <laughs> the, the, the reflection of how he's worked in my life, like, I realized, like, oh, yeah, I should have never feared this in the first place. Dude, you know what I mean? And no one could take that away from me. Like, I've dude, had that thought before. You know, I get a lot of people on TikTok so that be true. like, oh, you believe in the colonizer's God or whatever. Mm. And I'd be like, listen, I don't know if it's your God, my God, their, their God, <laughs> yeah. our God, whatever. But the God that I pray to that restored my life, I can't deny what he's done. Yeah.
1: He restores he all. and he part- answers. Yeah. He restores Dude. the answers. Oh,
2: yeah. So I have to ask, have yeah. you seen The Chosen yet? I have not.
0: have oh, not. Okay, so that's, I cannot wait for when yes. you do, because everything that you are saying mm-hmm. is what it is about.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's okay. human really, fucking connection. She's been not telling me about. for the you, longest. You, you have to watch, watch it. Yeah, I'm I will. Actually, she told okay, me, she told for, me sure. for a whole year. She My told me mom whole, told
0: me for like two yeah.
1: Uh, I was the same. And yeah, I just started reading the Bible missed, yeah. front
2: to, like I'm reading it from front to back. Like that's too, my goal. And I'm too. like, maybe, okay, maybe now for sure. Like I'm being convicted to do it. Cause oh I was God. like, you know, if he there for a but minute. see,
0: it's, it's in his time. Yep, yeah. So I true. just, I'll just remind, Hey, did you, he's, he's telling me to tell you, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I'm hearing the call. But I know that too. Conviction. Cause like, it's not so much about religion though. It's about human connection. And,
1: and, yeah how he he does he doesn't choose anybody that that's perfect everybody's imperfect oh yeah
2: yeah and you know it's it's great that you bring that up because like growing up my grandpa was real christian right and Mm -hmm. i've always felt connected to some kind of higher power Mm -hmm. but i always i always always that kid that was like okay but who made god Like who anointed him Mm. to be the person that was in charge of everybody, you know, like that was my mentality. And my, my grandpa would always push religion on me so bad. And for some reason I would just like, my spirit would reject it, I guess, you know, and I would always tell him like, no grandpa, like it's about relationship. Like it's about relationship Mm -hmm. because truthfully I do have a, um, I have a skeptical spirit. Mm-hmm. you know me too. and i think it's good to be balanced in that sense i think mm-hmm. it's good to question everything and and i've Always. been met with with backlash for questioning religion and questioning faith mm-hmm. you know but i think in me questioning it, it has actually solidified my relationship with God because everything that I wanted answers to, I went directly to him Mm. and prayed to him to give me the answers to. And he did,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: it wasn't through, you know, mostly like a pastor or whatever, you know, it was directly from me to him, the source, you know, I don't got a question like, "Mm, is this pastor, is this pastor, like, is he having a sinful week? Is yeah. he in the right place? Is he really anointed to tell me something, you <laughs> I, know? Because
1: I'm that kind of person. I think things like that. And hell yeah, I'm, I'm because, so weird because I tell Chris and he tells me, he goes, you think the oddest things. Yeah,
2: because we're simple yes. by nature. We're imperfect. Yeah. You know, there's times yep. where I fall off on my social media. Like I, I be with that positive shit and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I go on there and I try to be as elevating and responsible as I can with, with what I influence. But there's times where you might catch me on a good day, where someone pressed my fucking buttons mm-hmm. and the hood me comes out. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, fuck! I, I immediately feel convicted. I'm like, man, delete that bullshit that was freaking was so below you. Mm-hmm. You know? But y'all already saw it. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's those moments, but that's that's the human in us, right? Then I always remind myself vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And I always remind myself because there's, you know, those really religious people that be like, Oh, you gotta change your whole life and never, never takes 10 steps back. And I'd be like, listen, I know that God worked through all the sinners in the Bible. I did not hear him work through not one saint. Yeah. And I and if he did, I haven't read that part Mm -hmm. yet. You know what I mean? Not only that, it's
1: like they where they they're judge they're sitting just by judging yeah. because you're not supposed to judge. Yeah. The only there <laughs> judge is God. There so you stop go. judging. Yeah. when I see posts like that that's immediately what I think because yeah. it's this simplicity. Yeah. You know what I mean? What does he say? Yeah. Only God could judge me, right? Yeah. Tupac, that's one of his hey. most favorite famous, yeah. right? Only God could judge me and it's true. And anytime like we get in our state of mind, we always have to revert to that because it's like you're judging, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're a follower of God, but that makes you what a hypocrite. Right. So we have, we have to check ourselves sometimes people.
0: It's just all about, and that's why I love what we're doing with healing hustlers Mm -hmm. because self development is a big part of it. Right. You have to be able to fucking look yourself in the mirror and realize where those faults are and be willing to take action to improve on that.
2: Right. But it's like, it's, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, that we, we have to improve ourselves. Yeah. Yes. And that I think you were going with like sometimes it is hard to to have that self-improvement and that reflection. Yeah, but too. it is
0: that authenticity that you yeah. were talking yes. about. I, I've yeah. been on lives where the kids are, you know, coming in, coming yeah. out, but you're like, my bad. And you keep going. Like <laughs> yeah. you, but that's just real fucking yeah. life. Yeah. And that's relatable. Yeah. Like as a mom, dude, I loved your your um episode when you you talked about the importance of faith. And as a mom, mm. how does that how does
2: that lead you? So, as a mother, from a mother perspective, I think my faith has really taught me the importance of transparency with my children.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: You know, because I, I, I reflected on myself in how I viewed my mom, right? And as children... We put our, our parents on that pedestal. They're mm. our superhero. They're older than us. They're supposed to know everything. They're supposed to guide us the right way, you know? And and we're kind of ungracious with them yeah. when they don't know, right? Yes. We're ungracious with them when um, we don't understand how their traumas have affected them and their parenting mm. and how they are, you know? And I reached that point in my journey that I realized, and I judged my mom so much, You know, my mom who was just trying to love me and fill that void of my my real dad not being there. My mom who was just trying to balance loving all her children as one, being a good wife at the same time, putting herself through school, came here as an immigrant, dealt with a drug addicted mother, had to be responsible for her siblings. I judged her for everything she didn't do because as a child, selfishly, I thought that she should have known how to do it because she had the responsibility of a mother. And I realized that As a child, you know, we don't have the emotional intelligence to look at our parents in that way. But as an adult, I have the choice that I can be gracious with my mom Mm -hmm. and look at her for her human self. Not this title of motherhood and and putting this. I mean, we do have a level of responsibility as mothers. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to fault my mom any longer for what she didn't know how to do. Exactly. And if she didn't know how to do it, then I feel like as her oldest daughter that has been gifted the sight to see and the knowledge then I'm going to help my mom and I'm a teacher with Damn. what she couldn't do, you yeah. know, and I'm going to do it because the way she took care of me as a mom,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to take care of her mm-hmm. as her daughter.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, that's,
1: but that's ahead. It's beautiful because that just goes to show that she instilled that yeah. wonderful trait in you where you know that hey, my mom went through this hard time. Now it's time for me to reciprocate that. Oh, yeah. do you, And and that's lovely because not many um, women or Latina women appreciate that now in their parents because yeah. I know a few women out there that their parents are in a home, you know, or yeah. they're, they don't go visit or, you know, things like that. I've had opportunities to work in old people's home um, due to one of my friends. She was my manager and... I I got to see the other side of the elderly mm-hmm. and it really made me value and appreciate my grandmother, mm-hmm. my mom, you know, my mm-hmm. other grandmothers, even other people like your grandma yeah. because it 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 goes it goes back to our roots where somos mujeres y nos tenemos que cuidar yeah. la una otra. We do. Mm-hmm. We
2: you know? do. And I want to instill that in my children, not just my daughters, yeah. but all my kids. And I told myself from the gate, like, there's been ne- plenty of times I've had conversations with my children where I'm like, hey, I'm not perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: going to fail you yeah. in some mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm intentionally trying to fail you, mm-hmm. but because there's some things that I just don't know yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can promise you is that you got a mom that's going to try. Yes. And you got a... Oh, like, I wait. <laughs> it's <okay. laughs> like, You can <laughs> <vacuum out. laughs> with it. See? Real shit. Real shit, y'all. <laughs> you know, you, you got a mom that, like, you could come and ask me. Yeah. If, if you think I'm doing something wrong, mm-hmm. tell me. We have family meetings in my family. That's, like, one thing as yes, a mother and a important. wife that I was like, we're doing this. Yeah. So I have monthly check-ins where I'll go to my husband. I'll tell my husband, hey... Have I been meeting all your needs? Is there something more that I could be doing? Is there something I'm not doing? How have you been feeling? Right? Because- As a wife, I feel like it's my responsibility. Congratulations
1: on that, by the way. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I'm taking notes. (laughs) You just got married, right? Yeah. I listened. I listened to your podcast and your whole surprising thing, and I just want to say congratulations because that you pulled that off, and that was pretty cool. That was so stressful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad it's over.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my god. That's fucking awesome. Like, what a memory for everybody there and yourself. Like.
2: yeah, I'm glad it's over though, because that shit was stressful. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know why we thought this was going to be a good idea oh, because shit. I planned a whole ass wedding by myself.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. But, but then, going back oh, to yeah. your husband, yeah, you were, those are so, weird things.
2: So, yeah, so it's like, it, It matters to me to show up in that way, right? But also for my children, like to create a space for my children to be able to be like, you know what? I don't feel like these needs were being met. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like you and dad spent too much time on your phone this Mm -hmm. week. Or I feel like um, that day that I tried to tell you how I felt, you guys got a little snappy, you know? Mm -hmm. And me and my husband will sit there and we'll listen to our kids. And each one of our kids will tell us, okay, well, you know, I think this should have been better. I would appreciate if you would do this. Mm -hmm. Or even entre ellos. Like Mm -hmm. brother... (coughs) excuse me Um, sisters and brothers they'll talk with each other and be like well I didn't like when you did this this day and it just is opening the lines of communication that was never taught to me
0: and just the chain, girl. Yeah, Ooh, that's
2: allowing good. yourself to feel how you feel and then having family that is actually willing to yes, hear you mm-hmm. and wants to meet your needs because they love you that much. Yes, it's yes. not a sit down, shut up because you're the kid and yeah. I'm the adult and I know more, mm-hmm. which yeah, I mean, there I'm is right, times where wrong. sit down, shut up. Yeah. yeah. You know
1: yeah, what yeah. I'm a very 100%. balanced
2: person. There, You know, you're not going to be disrespectful with me. Yeah, you know, 100%. that kind of thing. Yep. But I will always give my children a place to correct me or yeah. criticize me yeah. or, or they can us. be heard yeah. or yeah. teach us because we yeah. learn
1: from them also. Yeah. Oh,
2: oh dude, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think, Oh, my job is to teach my kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, your job is to raise your kids. Yes. You mm-hmm. teach your kids mm-hmm. along the way, but truthfully, if you're a diligent parent, your children are the one te- mm-hmm. teaching you. They're teaching you how to be your best self, yeah. your, yeah. your highest self how, mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. in you the things that you didn't even know you mm-hmm. needed changing. And same with yes. your partner right yeah. like we we try to heal ourselves as much as we can but when you really meet your other person that other person will bring out in you shit that you didn't even know mm-hmm. you had stored up in there and you're gonna have to face it and you guys face it as one which builds that foundation and that union unity and union in a relationship and makes it that much stronger you know
1: that's yeah.
2: so yeah
1: that's true girl i and, feel it 100 <laughs> oh yeah
2: foundation is everything in a family too yeah you know
1: yeah uh, the the one main thing that really stuck out to me about that podcast of your um of your wedding was the the first thing was faith in God, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's where um a lot of marriages fail because they start losing that faith in God, in in leaving those problems to Him. Oh yeah, and finding a resolution. And I really love that 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 was your first. You know, first, this is the first thing that's important For, in yep. a marriage, and yeah. that's not talked about a lot. And the fact that you said that, I, I mean, faith yeah. in God and in a unity is very, very important. Like there has to be both.
2: Oh yeah, on both and, ends, and it's becoming very lost. Like in mm. today's
1: yes. society, you know,
2: I feel like because a lot it's of-
1: just so easy to easily to pictured out there to go be with another woman instead of fighting for what you feel is real and right and oh, it's yeah. the honest thing to do.
2: Oh yeah, and everyone everyone thinks that the grass is greener on mm-hmm. the other side and I mean social media has a lot to do with it, yeah. social conditioning has a lot yes. to do with it. We're not as strong in our faith as we used to be kind of thing, you know. But I I learned early on through observation um that man, as a woman, God needs to be first for me outside of my marriage. Mm-hmm. In my own life, God has to be first for me. Mm-hmm. In my husband, God needs to be first for, for him. Yep. And then when we come together, God needs to be first for us, yes. yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And he, cause I'm human, he's human. He's having his own experience mm-hmm. and all the shit that he has to unpack with his childhood and mm-hmm. him, he, the things he has to work on just mm-hmm. like I have to. And if we love each other enough. We both should be willing to work on our own shit and come together. That way we're stronger when we have to work on our shit together yeah, kind of thing, you know? And that is,
0: it's like, uh, I've noticed on the days, because the past couple of weeks we've been so busy that I missed listening to church. And it's mm-hmm. almost like an appointment for me, like, to. Get back to that court, he is the foundation for yeah. me because then I'm reminded of what my purpose is. Yeah. Like, oh yes, this is what I need to get back on track to. This is yeah. how he's he's guiding and leading. And then when you're following those instructions, it's kind of scary mm-hmm. how he opens the doors for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like once you're following his lead, mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, like you find your way and you're going, fucking oh, yeah. going.
2: Yeah, my homegirl Anna Um she recently, she told me, cause I was, I was talking to her about something similar. I was like, man, like I get so caught up with being a mom. Like I want to mm-hmm. be in the word and stay in the word. Cause I feel the difference. I feel, mm-hmm. you know, just restored when I do get in the word and it just sets the tone for my day and my week, you know? And there's times where you just get too caught up with life mm-hmm. and you're just hella all thrown off. And she was like, you know, one of my homegirls told me that we gotta, we gotta work our life around God, mm-hmm. not yeah. God around our life. Yep. And I yep. was like, Ooh, that I have to say, think part. about it. And I was like, man, yes. you're right. So now every time I could be doing the dishes and if I, if the little voice in my head is like, uh, you haven't read the Bible today. Mm. I'm going to stop midway doing my dishes. <laughs> I'm going to go read the Bible mm-hmm. and then I'll come back to mm-hmm. it because God first and everything else later. If I haven't folded laundry and I'm feeling that conviction to listen to a sermon, I'll, I'm going to listen yep. to the sermon I'm first. <laughs> and then and then I'll freaking do the the, the laundry. And it's funny because I'm so like, hell a hundred miles an hour that yes. i'm like shit has to get yep. done yeah. and then i stress like oh i don't have enough time in the day but you know what's crazy when i prioritize god yeah. all of a sudden that stress goes away and yeah. i'm like oh, i'll figure it out chill yeah because we know there.
0: because yeah. it's that faith yeah. yeah we're like why are we stressing he's got this <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah yeah, so, yeah. Yo, like why are we just take a fucking seat yeah relax
1: and that's that was us today, dude. No, that was no. me during the week when I was delivering CMOS After I came back from San Jose on on oh, Friday, yeah, 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 I was going, girl. Like I was doing deliveries, hella early in the morning, and then I passed by a church, and God said, "Turn around." Yeah. So I turned around. The church was closed. So, girl, I got there in front of my knees in front of the door, and I started weeping and praying, and I was just. I just, the the church was closed, but I could see him on the wall. Right. Yeah. And I just got to my knees Mm -hmm. and I started praying because I was stressed out. I was stressed out because I drove right by it. And he said, turn around. And I turned around and I didn't care if people were looking at me crazy. Mm -hmm. I kneeled in front of those doors and I prayed for my loved ones and their health and the stress that I was, that I was enduring. And, you know, I prayed for the world and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was leaving, this man was just staring at me and I said, the church was closed. <laughs> I said, I needed to get this off my chest. He goes, yeah, I seen you were there crying. He goes, I just watched and made sure nobody bothered you because oh. I knew you needed to communicate with him. And his old school, he had a, yeah. a, a an old school Chevy truck, like this color, and it oh, was gosh. really, really Dude, nice. Yeah. Um, He goes. I tried to open the doors. He goes, but you were already walking to your car. But it's like you said. He calls you. Yeah. Yeah. He calls you in the in the midst of chaos and tells you stop. Yeah. Yeah. Come to me. And right after that, everything just fell into place the way it's supposed to be.
2: And we Mm -hmm. need to we need to have courage to to. I made a podcast episode where I talk about how we have to answer our convictions when we're being called to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. You know, and it's it is so hard for a lot of people to do because, you know, the convictions ain't always easy. Mm-mm, you know, I, I that's talked the about, hardest
0: part.
1: oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I talked about in that episode how I was called to, uh, apologize to the girl that my my husband cheated on me with when we were first together. That shit was not easy. Yeah. Like that, I was like, let me, hold up. I was like, let me pray about this a good two, yeah. three times. Like, are you really calling you said- me to do this? Because Lord. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so let, let me, me pray uh, on this yo, you, you Give me an affirmation that I'm you not have- crazy right now that you're telling me <laughs> and to do this. Affirmations are real. You gotta be yo, scary the- when you
1: ask for those. Oh, because man. It's scary
0: when it comes so fast too, yeah. right? Oh, like yeah. it's faster and faster. You get those, yeah. you're like, okay, like, yeah. back then, I would ask for a sign, ask for a sign. But when you were in it and that connection is there and you ask for a sign, that shit comes Oh, quick. yeah.
2: And then you're like, damn, I didn't know you was going to answer me this fast. Yo, no, this is fast right? Yeah, for real. And for then real. I, literally, I've had, I've had moments where I'm like, Lord, I'm really scared to do this shit right now. But you know what, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to trust in you. Just yeah. give me the courage to just hit send or yeah. give me the yeah. courage to speak. voice my opinion Mm -hmm. you know and then all of a sudden that fear that i was feeling in my spirit goes away and then i do it Mm -hmm. even though i had all that fear and all that anxiety i i stand in that conviction and i feel so good after like a weight is lifted off my shoulder and i'm like damn really mm -hmm. yeah it It it, is man that shit is powerful that shit's real
0: my mom (laughs) just this past weekend was talking about she she saw me Drive to my knees because of the gratitude, literally overwhelmed mm-hmm. with gratitude. And I know that it's his work. Mm-hmm. So I just literally, I've been crying all fucking weekend, bro. Like driving <laughs> from San Jose. You want to talk about him slowing you down? He yeah. sat me in four fucking hour traffic from San Jose to Sacramento. Oh, shoot. But he knew what he was doing mm-hmm. because when I got to my destination, yo, like <clears throat> blessings. Yeah. And it's just... There's no greater feeling. Like once you connect and you can you can have that faith in him, like mm-hmm. it's fucking beautiful. And mm-hmm. I just can't wait
1: till everybody that hasn't experienced this will experience it because then you guys will really know everything that we're talking about in this podcast that's being put out for you guys. Just oh yeah. Definitely if you haven't tapped in with God, you need to do so because he'll work wonders in your life yeah, and
2: just fully surrender like yeah. just surrender mm-hmm. just what do you got to lose yeah even if you've doubted him or you know you you've had your thoughts is he real or you've blamed him for for the things that you've gone through just surrender yeah what do you got to lose if he comes through for you he does if he doesn't he doesn't right mm-hmm. and the thing too that a lot of people don't understand um is that god calls you when he's ready hmm because he knows your spirit. He knows your heart. He knows what your purpose is before you know your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you might still have to sit through a little bit more suffering before yeah. God calls you to really connect. But that might be because you have a purpose of impact, mm-hmm. right? Or testimony mm-hmm. where what you are going through and going to get through and you just don't know it yet. Yeah. You're going to come back and you're going to be that voice for others who, who felt lost or felt like they have to give up hope or mm-hmm. there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just like you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the story yeah. is amazing. Thank
2: I appreciate you, you. sharing.
0: Yes. I appreciate you. That's that's exactly it. You've been sharing your testimonies and your experiences. You fucking lived through it. Yes. And sharing that it's fucking hard the to be vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. And you are a fucking warrior. And yeah. it's and it's your bloodline. Cause you, what you said, your mama's gone through too. Like mm-hmm. she fucking yeah. is c- coming. She said that straight. Yo, yo mm-hmm. and like. It's, it's fucking beautiful Thank to you. see, and I'm so fucking proud. And I know that you you've dealt with both the bad and the good when it comes to the social media game. Oh, but yeah. it is important to share these messages. Yes, so what's what has that been like
2: you in the social media like realm? Mm-hmm. Oh man, so you know one thing. Okay, when I started this whole change in my life, right, mm-hmm. I was feeling so good. I was like, I'm I got a message that's Mm -hmm. meaningful, that I'm going to give back to my people. And I was so stoked to come online and start sharing everything that I've learned through just trial and tribulation. Mm -hmm. And I was so shocked and had a rude fucking awakening when I realized how much people just weren't going to resonate with what I'm talking about because they're not at the place in their life to receive what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I realized that people fucked with me a lot more when I was straight degenerate. Mm -hmm. When I was out here putting out content that was influencing degeneracy, hood culture, negativity was entertaining, you know, entertaining people with my suffering. That is when people... Fucked with me the hardest. Mm, and when yeah. I started really stepping into, like, my power and not being a victim of my suffering and and ridding myself of the bondage of my trauma, you know, I thought people were going to be like, hell yeah, this yeah. is someone who's putting me up on game. Be your supporter. Yeah. yeah. And it really, um it cleaned out my following, right? Damn. And then I started, you know, talking politics mm-hmm. and that got a, little, a lot of people worked up. You know what I mean? And I it mean, shit, when I got into the whole politics shit, I ain't gonna lie. I rejected it for a few fucking couple months because I was like, OK, this is turning my whole world upside down okay. because my perspective on life is completely different now that I'm healed. Mm-hmm. And now I understand politically what I couldn't understand before, because before I was still operating in, operating in survival mode, in yeah. trauma mode. Right. So everything that everybody was talking about on that side, it resonated with me. And when I started being more vocal about being a warrior in your life, not Mm -hmm. taking a victim mindset. And Mm -hmm. I got hit with all the backlash that I got that I'm like victim blaming, or I'm not affirming what someone has gone through whole time. I'm just like, no, like for real, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like Mm -hmm. you just got to get through it. Yeah. You know, it's not oppression Olympics, like
1: Mm -hmm.
2: honor what you've gone through because it's part of the healing journey. You Mm -hmm. have to honor your history. Right. Yeah. But at what point do you let it go and say, all right, What am I going to do to move forward? How am I going to make it better for myself, my generations, and, you know, everything? But in the social realm, that whole message just gets fucking lost. Mm. Like, and there's so much labeling now. Like, people have called me so many things that I'm like, bro, this is the furthest from who I am, Mm. you know? And it, it did make me take a step back and think to myself, like, oh, my God, maybe I should just stop. Like at one point it was intimidating. It was like, this is so crazy. But then I realized like, no, no, this is, this is a reflection of all the shit in the world that needs to get healed. Exactly.
1: This is the pain
2: of people. Yes. You know, the, all the shit they're throwing at me, mm-hmm. projecting at me. They can't understand where I'm coming from. It's because mm-hmm. they're still in survival mode. Yeah. And it should be more of a reason for me mm-hmm. to stand on this hill and talk about what I'm talking about. Because you mm-hmm. may not feel me now, but in five years from now, ten months from now, mm-hmm. two weeks from now, when something happened in your life, you're going to be like, oh,
1: shit. That's like the chosen girl. Remember that? To- oh, I was thinking that too. She
2: said, I got to stand up on
0: this hill. And I was like, the chosen. I had to throw in
1: there because that's... It, I can't exactly wait for you to watch it. We're going no, exactly. yeah, to yeah, have to have a part two of yeah, you and your reaction to the story. <laughs> you're going to be, I can already see it. You're going to be so passionate so about it once stoked. you watch oh, it because geez. just what you, it's going to be a series that you're not going to want to stop watching. Because you want to know something so good funny? like that.
0: I just did the graphic. Me and mom are going to start doing a call on Monday. June 10th is the first one. We're gonna do like a book club watching The Chosen, and then we're gonna hop on Zoom and have a conversation yeah. about each episode. Oh, and it's, it's so, so good. So, dude. if you would like to join, follow oh. Healing Hustlers. I'll post the graphic on there, oh, and funny. everybody's welcome because this show is fucking amazing, dude. And when
1: I started watching it, you this is, I'm sure, before. You- You guys, when you guys were watching it, it was less. But when I started watching it, um, it hadn't even hit 1 million views. And now it's like, the last time I checked, it was 3 million views. Oh, yeah. And who knows now with the new series, the new season Season. that's coming out, how much bigger it's going to be. And the one thing that I love about this is that this is... um, the People paying it forward, yeah. Like yeah. the people pay it's, it's for fun, them, funded by the people. It's funded by the movie, bro, yes, for
0: millions, like hundreds of millions of yes. dollars going into the production yes. of this show about Jesus, yes, yes. which
2: goes and to his show that, and the people. We're still strong. Mm-hmm. Our voices mm-hmm. might be a little too quiet, mm-hmm. you know, it's as of late. To, yeah. But yeah. we're still strong. We we still got numbers.
1: Yeah. That's hella good. But it's beautiful because yes.
0: like as an artist too, like I, I was the same way. It took my mom hella a year or two for me to even sit down and fucking watch it. But when yeah. I did, I was like, yo, this is actually beautiful. Like the the visuals, like it's actually like a well directed, yeah. everything's done so it's well. It's like something
1: you would watch. Well it was on Netflix, but it is on, it's on YouTube yeah, yeah. and okay. but Angel Studios has if you download Angel Studios um that has multiple languages. Where oh, yeah. you can watch it. Mm-hmm. And Angel Studios also has other good shows that are
0: like for kids, for There's kids, cartoons. like good
1: moral Dude, cartoons. Dude, my son was oh, sitting watching, God, watching that. Yeah. yeah. Angel Studios. I got you, girl. Studio. I'll send you all the yes, things. <laughs> please, please send them all to me. Yeah. But what you said right now is exactly what The Cho- Chosen is about.
2: Yeah. yeah. See, and then I hear things like that, and it just affirm like it's yes. the affirmation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you you do get to a space that sometimes you do question yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I do
2: question my journey. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, am I on the right path? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Because it does get heavy. Don't get me wrong. Like I prioritize being a wife and a mother first. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is also my passion. I'm very mm-hmm. passionate about this. And mm-hmm. there's been times where I struggle to find the balance. Yeah. There's been times where I feel like I'm getting too caught up in this and not being. Present enough for my family, mm-hmm. you know, but then moments it like dreams. this and I'm like, OK, yeah, it'll exactly. work out, you know, like it, maybe if I have to rearrange my schedule, be a little bit more structured, whatever, I'm willing to do it because I, I want my kids to like as a mom I want them to see that just because I became a mom, it doesn't mean that Amy stopped.
0: Yes. Like,
1: your
2: life doesn't stop because Mm -hmm. you became a mom. And that's like a big narrative Mm -hmm. nowadays. Like, children are going to ruin your life. Mm -hmm. My children saved me. Yes. Yes, I
1: agree. Mm -hmm.
2: You know? And that's really the truth. Like, my daughter, when, you know, when I was getting abused, Mm -hmm. saved me. She was my strength to get out of it. Mm -hmm. When I was on drugs, she was my strength to fight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I owe it to her. Yeah. Because I couldn't, and that's real, I couldn't find the strength within myself. Mm -hmm. But her and the Lord Mm -hmm. was that strength that I needed to face myself and get my shit together. And I think that's the case for a lot of women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our children are our strength, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: 100
2: percent Amen. Dude,
1: thank you for sharing. I resonate with a lot of things that you've done in your life. Like sometimes I feel like as as you're talking, I'm like, wow, this is I relate a lot. That's why. Um, I really enjoy watching your lives when I'm on the phone and I see you come on. I'll, I'll, I'll jump jump on there because I feel like the way that you open up to everybody on there. Um,
0: Yo, it's 100
1: percent real talk, like yeah,
0: yeah, and and it's, people it's, see it too because yeah. I brought this up earlier that you were actually featured yesterday on something Latina. Yeah, so one of one of your videos went. And got posted on a really big Latina
2: page, right? Tell us about that. So I made a video pretty much because I've been, obviously, I'm Mexican, Mm -hmm. you know? Mexican-American at this point. Mm -hmm. What do I call myself? Someone was like, just say you're native to the Americas because (laughs) it's gotten so tricky. But I made a video where I'm saying there's so much, um, they're just not... The unity in our community that it, that we should have, you know. Mm. And I was highlighting how, you know, we've got people that are arguing over calling yourself Hispanic mm. or Latinx or, you know, chicana, chicana. Mm. You know, there's all these labels, or they're mm. like people that are trying to get back to their indigenous roots, and you can't because you're not, <laughs> or pochas, yeah. yeah. You know, because you're not directly connected with community, yeah. or if you're a nosavo kid, you. Don't even have a say in in anything that has to do with our culture because you can't even speak Spanish, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was just highlighting the the hypocrisy in all of it, right? Because shouldn't the goal be for all of us to come together instead of being like, oh, well, you're not enough of this. And because you don't know this and because you're not from this, you can't whatever our ancestry, most of us. Went through some kind of oppression, went through some kind of torment, Mm -hmm. and we've all been able to still come out. Mm-hmm. on top and as Hispanic people, bro, we work our ass off. Yeah. We are straight fucking hustlers. Like that's yeah. you know what I mean? Like at every Home Depot. You Dude. see how the
1: Mexicans out there Dude. working.
2: And and we have yeah and mm-hmm. we have that like you know, you need a you need something done at your house. You got all the primos and yeah. the fields coming over because we're all about to help mm-hmm. each other. And we've lost sight of that in yeah. society. Mm-hmm. You know, so I made this video as satire. To kind of get people thinking about how stupid it is that we put ourselves in these echo chambers and we're we're literally going against each other. And for Mm -hmm. what? Like I could be I could be cool with someone that doesn't agree with me politically at all.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I
2: I, I judge you off of the content of your character. I don't think that your political views Mm -hmm. tells me Mm -hmm. about your heart. Yeah. Because you know what? Because of me. Mm -hmm. When I was hood. I agreed with all the lefties. I fucking did because I was seeing life through the lens of my survival, through the lens of my trauma. When I healed, now I understand all my values are a little bit more conservative. Yeah, you know, and that's because now I'm I'm seeing my life through 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 peace. Yeah, through through a clear, focused way that before I wasn't seeing it at. You know. So when I'm talking to somebody that has opposite views than me, I'm not judging you off your political views because you're on your journey. You're on your walk. You're having a human experience like I am, you know? Yeah. And so that video fucking took off and- I mean, it's still taking off on TikTok. I can't even open my fucking TikTok. That's just stressing me out. I'm like, man, every time I open that shit, it's like freaking 100 messages, 200 dude. messages, and then hella people in the comments just oh, going shit. back and forth about who's more indigenous and who's oh, detribalized yeah. and who's it, freaking well, I mean, Chicana and freaking Latinx I mean, and
1: all this. California everything. did Bro. used to belong to Mexico. Before. Yeah, that's what she said. So, she was like, like, we're all part
0: of the same so, fucking land. Like, no, dude, no, yeah. Like, and then the
1: Americas,
2: <laughs> the Americas, stretched from as as high as Canada to the bottom of South America, right? So Mm -hmm. we were all Native to this land, you know? But then when they came and they put the, the borders... Now we're like, okay, but this side of the border yeah. is more native so than this side stupid. of the border. Which even though just, this side of the border is the homeland, yeah, and this like, side of the border is more European jo- It's fucking bullshit. stupid. Yeah. Even,
0: even driving from the Bay, I was like, why the fuck do we have to pay $11 to go in the fucking, fucking car? Cool. Fucking to, to go drive on the fucking
2: street, bro? Like... For real, for as like if what? California Who's doesn't tax us fucking Yo. enough, bro. Yeah, like, where are it, all the fucking and our DMV shit that we gotta pay? Oh, dude, yeah. have you seen the tax on like, water right now? No, bro, the California tax <laughs> on water right now. I was like, see, that's for everybody that wanted a motherfucking stimulus. We're mm-hmm. over here paying thirteen motherfucking mm-hmm. dollars for a freaking case of thirty six fucking water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn, dude, I was, I was tripping out. I was like, no way, the tax oh, on when? water and on
1: weed is ridiculous. oh, <laughs> <yeah>. oh bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. that's why you gotta time. go discount days <laughs> then garden
1: <laughs> saturday 40 percent off that is <laughs> <be crazy. laughs> sponsor me no it's kidding but, yeah, <laughs> I but things it. are are like water mm-hmm. you know it Dude. is yeah it is things like that those are the things that we need to unite and see like this is this is what we really have to be up against and unite and be up against yeah. what yeah. is trying to break us down yeah in all reality i mean yeah
0: it's all about community, yeah. And I oh, I want to get into the garden. Can you yes. tell us about your mentorship? And- yeah.
2: So I started the mentorship program because I felt like um, just growing up, therapy. You know, I'm not trying to talk down on therapy, although I really don't agree with some some of it nowadays. But um, I just. Never found a therapist that I could relate to, mm. you know, like when I was looking for someone who could really relate to me and feel me and like my walk of life, mm-hmm. I met good therapists that had like, you know, good tools to teach me, but that relatability was never there. Mm, it was yeah. always like, man, I'm talking to somebody that doesn't know shit about right. what I've lived.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're telling me what you've been taught to tell me mm, through your yeah. books rather than through lived experience. Yeah. And so I mean, you guys see how I am, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people were drawn to me because this is really who I am. Like, you know, I'm 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 hood and holy, you know, and I I'm loving and compassionate, but also don't fucking play with me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people that resonates with them. And so I was like, I need to start this program where women can come. It's a safe space where you don't gotta like tiptoe about, you know, what you're going to tell me kind of thing, you know, or think that you're going to be judged because I'm someone that hasn't lived it and can't relate. And you guys know almost everything about me. Mm -hmm. I've been such an open book. They're like, you know, you know where I come from. You know what I've been through. Mm -hmm. You know what my mindset is. You get to choose if I'm a good mentor for you. If you feel like you vibe with me enough for me to, to give you that wisdom and that knowledge that I've shared on a personal level. So I've done that. And man, when I tell you guys, the women that Mm -hmm. I've worked with and to see their transformation, mm-hmm. bro, oh, that's amazing. There's this, there's this one in particular. I'm not gonna say her name because you know, yeah, because. But when when I met her, she reminded me so much of my mom. Just mm-hmm. such a beautiful soul, but very passive. You know, she had all these aspirations, and she's a mom first, and you know i would work through these these challenges cuz on my program i have people do tasks right mm-hmm. weekly and usually what i do is we tackle the root of the problem first mm-hmm. i'm very much like okay if you guys really want to do this program i'm not going to fucking sit here and baby you we're going to get to the root yeah. of shit first so i always have them do the hardest tasks like in the first 2 weeks and she did and she, it gave her that strength to keep going and then just each task with each task every freaking you know by week that i would meet with her it was like she was opening up like a flower.
0: Aww. And she
2: has started her business now. She has freaking got into the word. Her husband is into the word now. And before that was like one of their problems. He Damn. wasn't like, he didn't even believe in God type of thing. Mm. Her family is flourishing. They got a new place. Oh like God. her her journey, like I've seen all the girls elevate. Yeah. But her, like I she really, Aww. she really took like my my knowledge and it has applied it in a yeah. way that like,
1: flourishes, dude. Yeah.
2: And her story literally it brought me to tears. Like I was telling my husband, like I cannot believe, like, cause I you know I was like, man, what if I'm not gonna help anybody, right? You know. And I would see me help people, but then to see her, yeah. because she's dedicated to mm-hmm. it the way that she is. That shit blew my mind. I'm yeah. so proud of her. So I am
1: so proud of you. Look oh, what you're capable of doing, dude. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I. Mean, I
0: you you specifically mentioned her you know getting into the word and i'm like i think that really is the the connection bro like i somebody had said bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth like they really he gives you the instructions and once you start applying that what you're learning in these stories because they are fucking relatable. Yeah, it's right. just it's the fuck. Uriah has a a Bible that's a um, comic book version because oh, yeah. these stories are yeah. really fucking. It's like the greatest story ever told. Oh yeah, hey, I be reading Yo. some chapters and I'm
2: like, oh shit, this is game.
0: This is juicy.
2: Where's my fucking? Yeah, bro, yeah, I'm like, babe. Hey, and then you I'm look like, at the clock and you're like, three hours <laughs> in. And no, Girl,
1: like, The other day <laughs> I
2: was like, babe, you'll never believe what Rebecca did. <laughs> So I was like, she gave. that <laughs> was freaking blessing to Jacob. And he's like, Dude. what are you talking about? <laughs> See, and that's it.
0: Actually, was that the last one, right? On our church yeah. this morning. Oh, she oh was like, this person was a hoochie mama, blah, blah, blah. So she's telling this story like we would fucking just have yeah. conversations because yeah. it's real shit. Like Jesus was a human being and his yeah. homies
2: went through some shit.
1: And he gave his know? life for us
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: hey and he stood against everybody yeah and hey, you know what sometimes i remind myself of that like getting back to the social media shit yeah. yeah when i feel like i'm going about and i'm about to say something controversial that goes against the grain i really remind myself like the whole fucking world persecuted him yeah the whole fucking you know you, yeah there's a saying i can't remember it you know word for word, but like if they hated me, they're gonna hate you, mm. yeah. And I feel the hate, and I think you're just a tormented soul, is what yeah. I think it is. You know, you haven't found the faith in the yeah. light of life, mm-hmm. but I'm here and I'm gonna still be here with open arms, compassionate, mm-hmm. no matter how many rocks you throw at me, how many fucking mm-hmm. names you call me that I'm anti this and anti that. That's cool, and all that yeah. shit. I still love you, motherfucker. So I'm just waiting uh, for you to come I and embrace and me like I think you, you do about it. It gives you more of a drive, huh? <laughs> it does. Like it so, empowers you it more and, to do it, and it makes. Makes me a lot more compassionate too. That like, yeah. you're just having your human experience. Yeah. You know, I ain't even and gotta I be angry understand. at you. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you mad at me, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and and I've always told people lead with love. Yes, so, even if they make you crazy because you're a Christian or crazy because you have these values or crazy because your political views, lead with love. Because what are they gonna do? Yeah. You, don't give them don't give them uh, ammo to the gun yeah. you know what I mean cause right? everything that they think that mm-hmm. they're supposed to like everything they're taught to to view you as right mm-hmm. conditioned to see you as mm-hmm. that shit's gonna shatter in the name of love Yeah. cause when you meet me how you gonna deny my presence yeah. how you gonna deny what I'm really about Yeah. this idea you created yeah. of me because society told you the government told you people told you but
1: you gonna feel me when you meet me though yeah you know because you're genuine and mm-hmm. real yeah and and that's that's what I admire you admire about you the most is you're not this fake person Mm. that you feel that you have to fit this standard because of social media because everybody's doing this because Mm -hmm. you know people are going to judge me no it's like ripping off a motherfucking band-aid this is this is how it is yeah
2: and I think people crave authenticity Mm. yeah you know, I think there's like a really big identity crisis going on in society. And and people just create, I mean they they crave to just feel, you know? And yeah. that's why and that's why they Maybe engage they in all just these things. Like they
1: want to fit in.
2: Yeah. And you know what about fitting in, right? This is why we got to reshape culture. This is why community is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, this is why you got to stand and and encourage when you have a moment of conviction and you need to go on there and speak the word or Mm -hmm. give this view or whatever. Right. Because we've allowed our compassion for everyone to lower our voice. Mm -hmm. And now we have these people that at the top of their voice are standing in what they believe. Mm. And we see that it's counterproductive. Yeah. We yeah. see that it's not conducive to a happy, healthy, peaceful life, right? Mm-hmm. But because we're, we don't want to offend them. Mm. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to come off as, as un, not compassionate and not understanding, right? Yeah. But we got to say, nah, because the, the, the truest form of love is truth, Heart. you know? Yes. And truth will offend it's those who love. aren't ready to hear. Mm. But that truth, that seed that you plant of truth will grow. Mm-hmm. And it will prosper, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And if we really love our people, if we really love our neighbors, if we really want to see the world better, a mm-hmm. better place and we want to change the dynamic of culture, then we're going to have to get brave and we're going to have to scream at the top yep. of our fucking lungs yep. just like they and do. And endure that
1: backlash. And endure
2: the backlash, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because that's the only way we can counteract culture right now, right. Yeah. you know? We- I was just saying that. They're yeah. they're fucking loud and proud, y'all. We Like, we got to
0: fucking step this shit up mm-hmm. because- it's scary, especially as a parent, to see what is reflected on social media. Dude, for like your kids.
1: Oh, yeah. You know?
0: And, and that's why I'm so grateful. Like, I've raised my son the same way with that, you know, open communication yes. and transparency. And he he is so fucking kind-hearted. Yes. And so, like, he be teaching me lessons, uh-huh. too, because yeah. he's comfortable enough to be like, Mom. This, this and this. Yeah.
2: You know, and that's so beautiful. You're doing such a great yeah, job. Thank though.
0: you. As are you. you. And I'm, I'm like,
2: we got a community. Yeah. Up. yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and we we have to be able to show like that's why I kind of like making videos like that, because it, it it does. Although it's controversial, it creates a space for opposite opinions to come together. Right. And when that happens, I'm not looking for the people in the comments that are Worried about going back and forth with each other. Mm. What I'm looking for is all the people that are like, okay, we may not agree, but we should still unite.
1: Yeah. Mm. Or I
2: learned something. Or I, I learned, learned something, something yeah, in a different or, perspective or let me, from this. Yeah. Or let me teach you. Let's have dialogue, mm-hmm. because those are the people that are going to change society. Those right. are the people that are going to change the direction in which things are going. You mm. know. Mm. And I think that we need to have more of these. Realistic conversations about what's really going on. Because I mean, listen, not hating on no podcast, right? But there's hella podcasts where they just be on there talking about dumb shit, Mm. which is cool. That's entertaining. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I personally feel the responsibility to enhance the next generation. Yeah, agree. So when I, if I were to die going home, God forbid, Mm -hmm. what are people gonna remember me as? Mm. I don't be, I don't wanna be remembered as an influencer who showed half her ass. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna be remembered mm-hmm. to conforming to what everyone said I should have, mm-hmm. you know, I should think like or or act yeah. like or talk like because, you know, if not, I'm gonna be freaking demonized in society. Mm-hmm. I wanna be remembered as someone who stood on my principles, stood on my values, mm-hmm. lived what I'm talking about and tried to bring as many people to that light as I can, reach my hand back down and pull up the next person, whoever's willing yes, to fucking yes. come. Yes. And if you ain't willing to come, that's fine yet. I'm going to still tell everybody to be waiting there with open arms for you. Exactly.
0: Sam, you know what you are?
2: Who?
0: You're a fisher of men. A fisher of men. Oh, I haven't heard that you're one. You're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait, girl. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for sharing all that. Oh, I yeah. do. I always like to leave with um, the question... What is the obstacle that you're most proud of overcoming?
2: The obstacle that I'm most proud of overcoming. Shoot, this is a good question. There's been so many obstacles in my life. I would say the obstacle that I'm most proud of overcoming is the fear of challenging myself.
1: Wow. Because
2: I used to be so scared of not being in my safety net. Mm -hmm. I used to be so scared to set boundaries, so scared to love myself fully, so scared to embrace who I am, so scared to challenge my own thoughts. Am I wrong about something? Well, let me learn, Mm -hmm. right? And that fear hinders you. It hinders you from learning. It hinders you from connection. It hinders you from growth, and I think overcoming the obstacle of fearing myself and my own capabilities and, and fearing like what the Lord had in store for me and feeling like maybe I can't do it, right? And just saying, you know what, Lord, if you, if you put me in this position, it's because you know I have the strength even if I don't feel it. Overcoming that fear has helped my life so much in terms of my connection with others, my connection with myself and my overall faith. Mm. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah,
2: that was so
1: beautiful. Yes
0: thank you so much for sharing that you're welcome oh are you guys ready to do we we usually end up with uh gratitude and wins for the day so that's how healing hustlers started is we would hop on nightly calls and that's it just share some shit we're grateful for in the day and what we won big small whatever so whatever that is for you today
2: Okay. What am I grateful for today? Mm-hmm. Um, air conditioning? I know. It's <laughs>
0: fucking hot. <Ellie>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sacramento
2: air. No, um, but no, I am grateful for air conditioning. That is real. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm grateful just to have this opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to be in a space where you guys are accepting and welcoming of me mm-hmm. and, and wanting to know me in person and who I really am because that that image of me gets distorted online with my opinions, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not an opportunity for people to really know the real you. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to be in Sacramento, my hometown, hey. and the influence that you guys got, and, you know, people can can see me in a different light if they had a perception of me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and what was the other question? Small wins? Yeah,
0: what are your wins?
2: Any wins? Any wins for today? Uh, unity, community. Mm-hmm. So. I've got my brother at my house right now. He Me lives in a whole too. other city, Me too. so like I'm like I'm spending time with him. You know? <laughs> so I'm here with you guys. That that's a win. My kids, they're happy, they're healthy. Yeah. You know, my relationship is going great. Yeah. That's like a win every day. Amen. And my connection with the Lord is strong. Hey.
0: So
1: those are yes. my wins for the show. Yes.
0: I love it. You you go you
2: go.
1: Um, I'm really grateful that. I have a wonderful family and support system, and I'm really grateful for all of my nieces and my nephews, um, for the life of everybody on this planet, for the health of everybody on this planet. I think that um, we all need to be a little bit more conscious about conscious about other people's lives Mm. when we're out there in the world
0: Mm
1: -hmm. like when we're driving or or how we address somebody because we don't know the battles that they're fighting so I'm grateful for everybody's life because you don't know how many times they may have not wanted to be here Mm. and I pray that God gives them clarity and understanding and he shows them the love that they deserve that they need to find in themselves also um i'm grateful uh my wins for this for this week um spending some time with my sister mm. and my parents came home um just to see her and the kids that was yeah. my win. yeah <gasps> so
2: much i love it i know I know, I'll be feeling people. No,
1: that's it. It's the passion in that. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, yo, know, Jesus was the embodiment of empathy. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's who my hero is, yeah. you know? Like, it's a, it's a fucking beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful that I got to connect with both of mm-hmm. you and your beautiful fucking mm-hmm. souls. Like, that's great yeah, to grateful meet you, for. dude. Thank yeah. You. Like, 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 yeah. yeah. For real. So. Like,
1: having I was telling Christiana I was like man I feel like I'm meeting like this famous person because <laughs> I follow because I follow you and I can relate so much to you that when yeah. she told me she's like how about having Amy I May on the podcast I was like hell yeah! yeah we we need to make sure we book her quickly because just I I just know that you speak from your heart yeah. you know and and that's the community that's the communication that the community needs to be stronger yeah
0: 100 yeah. thank you oh, okay so i'm gonna go into our wins to your win my win my win my wins from this weekend oh so many freaking amazing connections mm-hmm. spending time with my family going to see my grandma who's doing amazing she was like out on the porch like in her sweater <laughs> she got all dressed <laughs> oh, like her health is everything to me and then we got to kick it with my tia too drove back like I said I sat in that four hour <laughs> I feel like that was time that I needed with God too yeah. he sat me in four hour traffic to get to where we were going and he blessed that experience as well because Uriah went on his my son yeah went on his first to his first concert and he got to meet the dude who was performing, shout the fuck nice. out to John Wilde who fucking yes. killed it. He's Sacramento, born and raised. Amazing, amazing performance. That is so cool. And and that was fucking dope. Um, and then Today, today, everything about today, God, God is blessing all of us in so many ways. And I'm just so proud of both of you for everything that you've been doing and everything that you're going to do, because he's shining that fucking light bright on y'all. Okay? Oh, you do okay. as well. You, <laughs> as well <girl. laughs> you too, you too. That <laughs> Holy Spirit is working yeah, through you. Oh, I can feel fuck. it. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And I'm just grateful that he is using us as a vessel to do his work, oh, yeah. you know,
1: So, yeah. That's what we're here for.
0: Loud and proud always yes always alright I want to shout out our fam we are Sacramento the gallery was featured on Good Day Sacramento this morning whoa yay and make sure y'all give them a follow at the gallery underscore 916
1: come visit hit us up
0: on IG as well healing.hustlers and you guys better make sure you follow Amy
2: drop your at at for the souls podcast on Instagram and TikTok or my personal page IcyAmy I C Y A Y M E underscore thank
1: you for having me you
2: guys And affirmations, I want to say you're created on purpose with
0: purpose. Lean into that shit, you guys. Lean into that greatness. Let that light shine through you.
1: Love yourself. We love you. All the Always.
0: Always. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. Bye.